Hello, Dreffel Rock here. And me and Charles has been sitting here at his dad's watching a, a marathon of the Munsters on Cozy TV. And it's one of the shows I've always loved growing up. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and got me thinking, how come, or you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, there was never a Munsters Adams Family crossover. Like say, uh, like say a Halloween special, yeah, where the monsters meet the Adams family and all kind of crazy kookiness happens because of it, (laughs) and each family saying like, "Oh, that's a weird, crazy family." Yep. No commenting on each other and whatnot. And the reason this is really in my mind right now is because of the recent animated Adams Family movie that just came out. Which I have yet to see. I'm curious. I'm interested. I do want to see it. Yeah. But I'll have to wait for Blu-ray or something. (laughs) Due to our status right now. (laughs) But yeah, I've always kind of wondered why they never had that crossover. Mm. I mean, it almost sounds like it would write itself. Oh, yeah. Wednesday dealing with Wolf Boy. Come on. Eddie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just imagine the, uh, the reaction to the fans with uh, Herman and Gomez. <laughs> or Fester and Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I would imagine that Fester would be all over Maryland. Uh, yeah. I would say so. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? And, and Mr. Adams having to pull him back like a dog on a leash. Yeah. <laughs> like, and not to mention the, I mean, just, I mean, how great as fanboys that we are uh, would it be to see both Willie and Morticia together <laughs> on the same screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it's one of those. I, would, I imagine kind of a Betty and Veronica vibe going on there, but with with, with, with the darkness, of course. Oh, of course. But, yeah. Yeah. It, you know? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. What else you got, man? Let's see. Oh, another thing I didn't realize when we were watching this thing here that... The Munsters is in the same TV universe as Petticoat Junction, Beverly Hillbillies, and Green Acres. Yep. I never knew that. I knew it. It's a spinoff show. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Pretty cool. TV universe before anybody thought of one. Yep. Well, shared universe. Yeah. Also, um, I believe it's either Petticoat Junction or it's Green Anchors. There's a connection to the Flintstones as well because he's just a disembodied voice on the show. They didn't actually put him in. But uh, the Great Kazoo appears on one of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. (laughs) Pretty cool. I think it's a moonshine incident. 
So, yeah. and my final thoughts here is if any producers or execs out there are listening to this, Monsters, Adam's Family, new animated movie, what's stopping you? <laughs> well, besides copyrights and blah, blah, and all that, but still, that's oh. an idea that would be a great one. Hell, there's like 10 million fan films out there. Somebody just make it. Right. I mean, there's some pretty cool Star Trek ones I've been watching, made completely by fans with the blessing of Paramount. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you ask nicely, maybe. <laughs> I think it would sell. Yep. All right. Segment two coming up in just a bit. Spectacular October rolls on. All righty. Welcome back in. All right. So. As this will be airing on Halloween night, uh, we thought that uh, the podcast at NWAPP needed to weigh in on this just a little bit. Um, so apparently some towns, particularly someplace in North Carolina, has decided that um, anybody over the age of 14 is no longer allowed to trick or treat on Halloween. And to do so, you either face fines or jail time. All right. And, um, you know, when I was growing up, like I knew people um, that once they got out of high school and everything, they were starting to get married and stuff. They were, uh, you know, 21 to 25 years old out there trick or treating with their kids, you know, like dressing up too and fighting with their kids over candy. Um, <laughs> so it's like one of those, like, as you can tell, I'm pretty biased on this subject. Why are we getting to the point of jail time? I understand that it's a different world or what have you, but it's only a different world because we've allowed these things to happen. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like banning movie theaters because somebody once got shot in one. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> That's my two cents on it. What do you think, John? Uh, I I don't agree with it. Uh, I mean, as long as they're out there in costume, having fun, and not causing trouble, I don't see the what the problem is. Neither do I. <laughs> honestly, I'd rather have them out there in costume, trick-or-treating, having a good time with everyone else given any other alternative. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Use your imagination on that, on that folks. I'm <laughs> sure there's a lot. Right. I mean, you know, what what they've done, instead of trying to actually fix the problem, uh, they've ignored the problem. They've, they've come up with trunk or treat like the Saturday before or whatever, and they've essentially let the hooligans take over the night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Halloween's for everybody. And we need to make it such or it's just going to go away. Okay. And going with what you said earlier about the adults going out with kids and stuff, dressing up and whatnot. Yeah. I did the same thing myself with my ex-girlfriend and her little brother. Ah. He was, it was Halloween night. He was all dressed up, ready to go. And his, um, his parents were kind of older-ish and his, his dad was unable to do anything because he's a war, he's a war vet whatnot, has problems and all that. Rest in peace, Juan. 
And so I dressed up with them and took them out myself. Ah. And every family that we came across that had candy and whatnot was taking pictures and congratulating me on actually dressing up and going out with him and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they the, thought it was great. Yeah, and that's Evansville. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. you know, that's Evansville. I remember, and I I shared this story. And on, yes, I actually had my own bucket and everything. Was actually trick or treating right alongside him mm-hmm. to help him feel comfortable about doing so. Yeah, because he was about I don't know six, maybe seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, like, um, when I was a kid. Uh, the, mine's going to be a more relative to actual tr- trick or treating, like when you're a kid. But you know, I was trick or treating in the '80s, in the heart of the '80s, in the big scare when people were poisoning candy apples and putting razor blades in Snickers. So was I. You know, and you know, the only thing my dad did was. We would go trick-or-treating, everything like that, and then he would send me to the room and make me turn on my Nintendo while he um, while he searched the candy, made sure it was okay, and ate all the Snickers. He called it an inspector's tax. (laughs) (laughs) That does sound like your dad. <laughs> so, I mean, you know what I'm saying? That I don't know what's changed. I'm not trying to be the old guy in the room, like, throw new kids, get off my lawn. But, you know, like, instead of moving it to a different thing and, like, not, like, things can go wrong, you know? Things can go wrong with these other parties and everything like that. You 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 announce you're announcing times and places. That's all I'm saying. You know, at least with Halloween, the police and the authorities know to have a bigger presence already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's my two cents on it. I I don't want to go down the rabbit hole too much. It's supposed to be fun. Uh. But, like, yeah, we need to fight for Halloween. That's all I'm trying to say here. I will say this. I saw something on Facebook earlier that I need to bring up. For all you parents who are concerned and all this and that about your kids trick-or-treating, here's an option for you. Old folks' homes. They, Ah. They love it when little kids and families come around they get to visit with people, and they always have candy to hand out and whatnot. And it's a, you know already going into it that it's old folks' home, retirement home. It's a safe environment. Yep. And it's always an open option. It's always an open option. And best of all, you can do it on actual Halloween. Yes. <laughs> Just do the old people a favor and don't dress up as death. <laughs> yeah. The worst Halloween decoration ever. If you've seen that meme on Facebook. Yeah. In a mm-hmm. retirement community. That, right. And there's always like boo at the zoos and like say a lot of shopping malls still hold events. 
Yeah. So there are options out there. There are options out there, but most of those options, like I was saying, they're, they're the weekend before. Yeah. It's like one of those. I know everybody's got busy lives, but if we don't fight for some traditions, we won't have any left. Exactly. All right. Spectacular October rolls on next. Stay tuned, please. Hey, uh, hey guys, this is Kyle from Toko Munchies Podcast. I'm just giving a big shout out to my good friend, a nerd with a phone. If you want some silky, smooth ear candy, then jump on and listen to a nerd with a phone. I like the way this guy talks. It's, it's comforting. It's nice. So make sure you listen to a nerd with a phone and also drop over to Tokyo Munchies Podcast, listen to me, and drop by tokyomunchies.tiktoe.com and get some Japanese candy. Booyah! Can you smell what Tokyo Munchies is cooking? All right, welcome back to Spooktacular October. And um, basically, we're going to end here with just some recommended uh, watches and listens since we are an audio format. All right. So just in music, um, in general, man, what, what do you listen to that you think would be just straight Halloween? <laughs> straight Halloween style music? Yeah. Oh, well, um, then you have to listen to every Halloween. Okay, this is probably cliche by now, but I have to start with the obvious choice. Okay. This is Halloween. Oh, well, yeah, but which version? Manson's. <laughs> uh, yep, shouts out. If so you all have I a... love the original film version. Yeah. Danny Elfman's score and all that, but yeah. Manson just did it. Excellent. If you somehow live under a rock and don't know about the Marilyn Manson version of This Is Halloween, it will surprise you. My mother hates Marilyn Manson, but she loves that version. Yep. <laughs> also, on from the same movie, Korn's version of Kidnap the Sandy Claus. Oh, really? I haven't heard that. You haven't? I'll no. have to play it for you later. All right. It is excellent. <laughs> All right. For me, um, I got to go country because it's been a tradition. I grew up in Tennessee. But a little a little ditty by the name of Wooly Swamp. All right. The Wooly Swamp. Charlie Daniels Band. Ah. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right. that's a good one. And, of course, Devil Went Down to Georgia. But... Really, that one is like a year-long song, really. But Willie Swamp, just the his that is musical storytelling at its best. Oh, okay. If I really want to go old school, uh -huh. Warren Zevin, Werewolves of London. Say the name again. Warren Zevin, Werewolves of London. Ah, classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody. It is not CCR. The original was Warren Zevin. <laughs> yep. And if you really want a really spooky old time, find the original 
20 plus minute version of Mike Oldfeld's Tubular Bells. Tubular Bells, Mike Oldfeld. All right. It is just excellent. Yeah. All right. If so, you want to go instrumental. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Okay, so let's switch up to TV here. Favorite Halloween special? Go. Don't think about it. Garfield. Garfield? All right. For me, it's the Great Pumpkin. I can't explain it. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I don't know. It really is. It just it, it it feels like the thing that to say that would that's the instant one. So, well, I have to say the Garfield one because as a kid, that actually generally spooked me. Oh yeah, just yeah. the animation and the way they did it was just well. There's something downright that... creepy, but it was Garfield, so you didn't actually feel scared. Yeah. There, there's but something unnerving about well, there, Odie. The animation on Odie in that episode is what does it for a kid. Yes. Odie is terrified. He's about to freaking have a heart attack. Yeah. In yeah. almost every scene. Yep. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. So, I mean, you know, trigger warning there if you plan on showing that to young kids. Odie... They'll be worried for Odie. Just just know that going in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Movies? Um, like, shock of all shocks, and people get mad at me all the time for this. I like Halloween. I do like Halloween, but I hate watching Halloween on Halloween. Like, it's, like, in the season, like, couple weeks before sure i can watch halloween but like it's too on the nose to watch halloween on a halloween for me it just so for me what it comes down to is the original nightmare on elm street not dream warriors not anything else that is the halloween movie for you yeah that, that, that's a good one yep. for me I'm gonna go ha go with another '80s classic. All right, the Monster Squad. Oh, see, I didn't come to Monster Squad until well after the fact. I didn't know it was a thing until like '01, and a friend of mine. Yeah, you and James Rolfe both. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't discover it until the late, like no, early twenty teens. Uh, I discovered it in '01 because a friend of mine who I was trying to form a band with actually had it recorded from Cinemax, I think. Yeah. He's like, you've never seen Monster Squad? Shut up. Watch this. <laughs> I mean, all the classic Universal Monsters together on one yeah. one film, it was just great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to rewatch it. Infinitely that. quotable. Yeah. I, I, I'm not remembering it very well right now. Wolfman doesn't have nards. Kick him in the nards. <laughs> Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> oh, man. That's where that came from. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So, all right. What about um, any, any favorite urban legends before we wrap it up here? Urban legends. Um, 
probably that old school one that has had so many different iterations in both spoken word and film. All right. Uh, the one with the couple making out in the car and they get accosted by a guy with a hook. Oh, yeah. Hand. Yeah, the hook hand. All right. Which was basically the basis of uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yep. Hook hand. And other other films and whatnot. All right. <coughs> All right. And uh, for me, um, it would be a variation on that. And I personally think all these urban legends are, are from one source over time. And that would be Edgar Allan Poe's Telltale Heart. That's a good one. Right. But it, it's always some variation. I've heard several, you know, several variations on this theme, but you can basically feel that it comes from Poe, right? Yeah. Where somebody has done something, robbed a bank or whatever, but they're, every time they try to, to enjoy their ill-gotten gains, something's there to remind them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then they find them like broken in half in a car trunk or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the weight of the guilt that did it, you know? <laughs> oh man. All right. So final recommendation for uh, any audio stuff. Um, it was um, cyanide and old lace. Arsenic and old lace. Arsenic and old lace. Wrong poison. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Arsenic and Old Lace, Bell Lugosi, YouTube. Watch it. It was one of my grandmother's favorites. That's why I know about it. Right that. But it's the Bell Lugosi version. It's only around 15 minutes. But actually it's, 13. Yeah. About 13 minutes. But it is the best version of that story. They can drag it out to three hours all they want, but you only need 13 minutes and you'll be sufficiently creeped out. You've been warned. All right. Uh, any other final thoughts here for Halloween? Oh, for Halloween. Oh, man. Uh, there's too many to really say right now, but there is one that me and my brother watched every Halloween since it came out in like the late or early 2000s. Uh, it's a remake of an old, old, like old, old black and white classic. It stars Tony Shaloub. It, 13 Ghosts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is for you adults out there. Yep. Because this is a hardcore R-rated film. But 13 Ghosts, it is excellent to watch on Halloween night. Absolutely. And um, one of the final live-action performances in a movie from Michael J. Fox, I believe. You're thinking of The Frighteners. Yeah. All right. Is Peter that the Jackson's Frighten The Frighteners. That, that was a good one, too. Yeah. Well, I thought they were... Well, but that's same. more horror comedy. Yeah. Same source material, though, right? Uh, no. No? No. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Something's in common there. Probably just the uh, conductor from The Simpsons, the, the musical director from The Simpsons, because he's in everything. Danny Elfman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a connection there, darn it. I just don't know what it is. Getting late for me. I I work during the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. Final shout out here. This I know I got right. Cozy TV, Halloween night, all of the Roseanne Halloween episodes, marathon, all Halloween night, starting about 6 East, or Central Time. So, you've been wondering where those were. We're mad the show got taken off. Don't worry. They're still going to do that, at least. <laughs> yeah, because those were some of the best Halloween episodes ever filmed. Yep. All right. My name is Charles, host of Nerd with a Phone podcast. Nerd with a Phone 1 on Twitter and Instagram. That's Dreadful Rock 574 on Xbox Live, if you can catch him. Otherwise known as John. Great. See y'all soon. Peace. He's spooking. Woohoo. Yeah.